Welcome to a self-published author's diary. I am Elodie Novodatsky. I write about first time, second chances, things that scare the crap out of me and things that make me laugh out loud. I'll be speaking with you and sharing my adventures in self-publishing, the behind the scenes of writing and the business side of it. And before we get started today, a small message from our sponsor, Anchor. Thanks for listening. Hello. Plato the dog is snoring on the couch and Bobby Voltaire the cat is currently eyeing the computer, wondering if he should maybe leave the bowl chair to try to, I don't know, take over the mic. Maybe. Ideally, this episode would have been available early this morning. My goal is to publish episodes on Fridays and Mondays, but not at almost 5 p.m. my time, but in the morning, in the morning in Maryland, where we're waiting for the cicadas. You know those millions of cicadas that are expected to rise from the ground mid to late May, where they will breed the next generation, and that next generation is going to come to the surface in 2038. Every 30, not 30, every 17 years. And now I'm wondering, has anyone read a story or a book where this particular brood of cicadas comes out of the ground? I don't think I have. I'm going to have to Google it. Talking about books, I just finished reading Wild Child by Eloisa James, which I loved. If you enjoyed Bridgerton, either the Netflix series or the book by Julia Quinn, on which the series was based on, do read Eloisa James and Vanessa Riley and Tessa Dare and Sarah McLean and Courtney Millan and so many more. I am currently reading Cinderella is Dead by Kaylin Bayron. I'm only at the beginning, but the first few pages are so, so good. The first line... Cinderella has been dead for 200 years. So you've decided to self-publish for X or Y reason. And I know this transition wasn't the smoothest. I could have said that some of those authors I've mentioned before have self-published. Anyways, maybe you've always been intrigued by the idea, or perhaps you have a publisher but would like to branch out, or you just want to give it a go. Or maybe you've been wondering what the heck I've been doing the past seven years or you started reading my self-published author's diary posts and you're asking yourself, what on earth is draft to digital or KDP? What is she talking about? That probably happened if you listened also to my last episode, which was about my March recap, and I'm talking about um, publishing some of my bilingual books. This is actually how this particular episode came to life. It's because my friend Tanya let me know that She'd really like to know more about what I mean when I refer to publishing on draft to digital So this episode is a glimpse into the different self-publishing platforms, at least the ones I use, and what using those platforms means in terms of royalties. So yes, self-publishing is technically easy. You could just go on Kindle Direct Publishing, which is Amazon's um, self-publishing platform. You could register for an account. You could fill out the details of the book you want to publish and then upload the Word document. You could use their cover design tool and off you go. 
I mean, you do need to decide how much you're going to ask for it, but it's ready to go. You can just hit publish and it's out there in the world. And who knows, you might hit the lottery. Let me tell you, the odds are not in your favor though. Actually, they're also not in your favor when it comes to the real lottery, like the one. Anyways, not the point. If your purpose is to have a book available for sale and that's your one goal and one goal only, let's say you have a bucket list or you have a life list or you have things to do before I'm X, Y, or Z age, like things to do before I'm 90, then you may not need to go through all the different options and spend hours or weeks or months trying different strategies and readjusting your goals. You could do just the same thing. You can just go on on one of those publishing platforms that I'm going to talk about and you can, it doesn't have to be Kindle Direct Publishing. You could just do that. You could just go create an account and upload your material and then it's ready to go. But that's why, or that's another reason why in my view, it's kind of essential to know ahead of time what your goal is with self-publishing. The good thing is you can always readjust that goal too. Meaning you can, like, let's say you published a book under your real name. You can delist it and then you can publish another book or you can just use pen names. So, I mean, it's not like your strategy and your goals are not set in stone. I could do another entire podcast about that. But let's focus on my self-publishing platforms. Which ones am I currently using for my ebooks? So... If you start Googling self-publishing platforms, you will get more than 30,000 results. And I'm adding one more with this episode. There is a post on Reddit blog which goes through the entire list of platforms. So if you're interested in that, you can always go to my blog or the description and I'm linked to it. When it comes to publishing platforms, some focus on publishing ebooks, others on publishing hardback or paperback. Some are aggregators. <laughs> I almost said alligators. Some are aggregators, meaning they distribute your book for you to e-retailers. Some distribute solely to the platform they're linked with. For example, if you upload your ebook on Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing, it will only be available on Amazon. There are platforms for audiobooks, again, either as aggregator or linked to the e-retailer. And then there are the ones that do a mix of everything. Some platforms have fees that you do need to pay upfront, like Ingram Spark, for example, but they are usually coupons. I use the following platforms for my ebooks. Draft to Digital, which as mentioned is an aggregate for ebooks distribution to Apple, Kobo, Libraries, Tolino, and more. Kindle Direct Publishing, the self-publishing platform of Amazon for my ebooks on Amazon, and Google Play Books Partner for my ebooks available on Google Play. How much do I make with each book that I sell? On Kindle Direct Publishing, if you price your book above $2.99, you receive 70% of the price minus the delivery fee. The delivery, for example, for my Firmi Firmi notebook, which is about 295 pages, is $0.08. Cents. However, on KDP, you will only receive 35% of the ebook set price in certain countries, such as Brazil or Mexico, unless you enroll your book in Kindle Unlimited. The royalties format in Kindle Unlimited is different, as you can make money in three different ways. In a nutshell... Somebody buys your book and then you just get the royalties like I explained. 
somebody is a KU member, a Kindle Unlimited member, and they read your book, and then you get paid per page read. And you could also be so successful that you get a bonus for being an old star. Like it depends on your author ranking and it depends on your book on your book ranking. The bonus go up to $25,000 for your author rank. Um, if you're interested about going into the detail of that structure, I'm also linking to the page on Amazon that explains it. Little secret, I've never made it to the old star, but I know people who have. It is feasible. In the past, there has also been a lot of talk about scams on Kindle Unlimited. For example, authors stuffing their books, people being hired to read or rather click through the book's pages, people using pen names and publishing plagiarized content to publish and publish and publish more. There is the Guardian article from 2019 that's talking about that into a little bit more detail. That's called Plagiarism, Book Stuffing, Click Farms, The Rotten Farm of Self-Publishing. And it goes back to several authors, including Courtney Millen and Noah Roberts, that had been plagiarized and have found the plagiarism in books that were published under different pen names. For some authors who definitely are not scammers and do not plagiarize, they do make quite a bit of money by enrolling their books in, into Kindle Unlimited, even if it's just for one of the 90 days period, because you can enroll your book for 90 days on Kindle Unlimited and then you can unclick the little button and it's no longer available on Kindle Unlimited and you can then go wide, meaning you can put your books on all the other e-retailers. By enrolling your book in Kindle Unlimited, that ebook should be exclusive to Amazon. One per KU period, as I said, is 90 days. And yes, Amazon does check. If you Google Amazon Kindle Unlimited kicked out, you will find examples of authors who have been kicked out um, because their books ended up being available elsewhere. And sometimes it's not on purpose. Like you, especially a few years back, you would put your book, for example, via an, um, an aggregate and they would distribute it to a bunch of e-retailers and then you would delist it. Well, it might take longer than you thought to delist it. So it will say like no longer available on Kobo, for example. But Kobo would distribute it to Lafnac in France. And then your book would still be available there. It's gotten better, but I know I've gotten an email before or two from Kindle Unlimited telling me like, hey, that book is still available. You need to make sure it's no longer available or we will remove your book. And with more offenses, we will... Um, we will close your account. So it's it's important to just double check. The process is smoother now in terms of delisting your books. At least through draft to digital, it's gotten I think it's gotten smoother. So Kindle Unlimited is a bit like the Netflix of books for readers. Readers pay a monthly price and they can borrow up to ten books at once. How much do I make for a two dollar ninety nine book? So let's take a look at my Gavard CD series. Book one, Fear Me, Fear Me Not. Dimitri and Erin's story think the movie Scream meets Friday Night Lights mixed with Criminal Minds. <laughs> the dog just had like a big snore right now. I am selling this book right now for $2.99. If you're buying a copy of Fear Me, Fear Me Not on Apple or Kobo, my projected royalties through draft to digital are $1.78. If you're buying it on Amazon.com, it's $2.04. 04. 
if you're buying it on Amazon Brazil, because you're in Brazil, it's $1.05. But if I had it in Kindle Unlimited, then my projected royalties in all countries, including Brazil, would be $2.04. And if a KU member bought my book, read the entire book, I would get paid per page and I would earn $2.14. There are quite a few calculators, like how much would I make in KU that you can Google. I linked one into the description of this episode. If you're buying a copy of Fear Me, Fear Me Not on Google Play, my projected royalties are $2.09. How much money would you make if I, if you sold, not if I sold, if you sold one copy of a 99 cent book? So Simi Simi Not, Tessa Luke's story, her sister was kidnapped years ago. He just escaped a doomsday cult. Their terrifying past won't let them go. Will they be able to save the people they love before it's too late? is currently available for only 99 cents. If you're buying a copy on Apple, my projected royalties through Draft2Digital are 59 cents. If you're buying a copy on Amazon.com, it's 35 cents. If you're buying a copy on Google Play, 69 cents. Am I happy with the platforms I use? Yes. In short, yes. I could also use Draft2Digital for Amazon. Like I could just click that little box that says, do you want to use Draft2Digital for Amazon? And But I do enjoy having my books directly on the KDP platform, especially because they also do paperbacks directly from there too. And because as I mentioned, sometimes I'd like to put my books in Kindle Unlimited and it's so much easier to just have everything on KDP for that. Um, and their stuff, like the KDP stuff is also pretty responsive. D2D stuff I found is very super duper helpful. <laughs> They're also very responsive. Every single time I had a question, they got back to me super quickly and I feel their customer service is very efficient. They also work with Kobo and you can email them about Apple to try to get your books into different promotions on those e-retailers. And Google Play has been great for me when it comes to sales in Europe. Could I go to more platforms? Yes. But as I said, like I think those three, I get pretty much, in terms of royalties, I think I'm pretty covered. There are, of course, many other platforms you could use for your ebook. Smashwords, Lulu come to mind, but there are more. Um, again, you can check the Red Sea article that I had linked up. And you can also decide to sell your ebooks directly on your website um, by using BookFunnel, for example. Those setups would require a fee, either a one time fee or a monthly fee. And circling back to the beginning, choosing a platform really depends on your goals and strategies. Several websites look into the ebooks markets, which platform sells the most ebooks. Trying to find the actual market share of Amazon's ebook sales in the overall ebook market is pretty difficult. The numbers I found range from 67% to 83%. And it wasn't evident to me how does KU Kindle Unlimited factor in those numbers. I had quite a few bloopers recording this particular episode for some reason. I don't know if it's because there are a lot of numbers, but um, yeah, there are a lot of bloopers. So I'm actually going to let you listen to some of them just to give you a glimpse into the recording of this particular episode. At some point I do sing and my singing is not good. So I'm sorry about that. I thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope it was helpful informative, 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 interesting. 
And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to send me an email at elodie at elodienovodatsky.com or at a self-published author's diary at gmail.com. If you would like to support me, my writing, this podcast, don't hesitate to rate and review, follow this podcast, buy my books, my audiobooks, support the podcast. There's like a monthly thing you can do and uh, talk about it with your friends. Happy reading. Happy Cicada days. No, that's not coming yet. Happy writing. Happy reading. And again, thanks for listening. Blah, blah, blah. And now for a few bloopers, just like two or three. Hope you guys are all doing great. It's Friday here and I need to turn down my dehumidifier. Just give me a second. Delete. Blah, blah, blah.